Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. Ah, shit. Time to get down, y'all. Time to get down, get funky. With your boy, Two Cold Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live. Right here on the Cast Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy, Two Cold, and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome as we are here to complete the N1 Victory 2022. I want to thank each and every every one of you for the great support and uh, all the downloads we've had for this run. Um, I got little bit signed up with real life, and that's why we didn't get this final night of the show out until now. But I figured with the final happening this morning, it was a perfect way to drop in and deliver it. Uh, I want to kind of give my overall thoughts as well on the tournament here. But with that being said, let's just get right through it. Um, as per normal, this is our spoiler-free uh, opening portion. Uh, Masaki Mochizuki, Anthony Green, I went two and three quarters. Masakita Mia Jack Morris, two and three quarters. Masa Tonsanaka and El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr., I went three and a half. Masakatsu Funaki, Takashi Sugera, I gave no rating, and we'll get into that one. Uh, Go Shiyazaki, Hideki Suzuki, two and three quarters. Katsuka Nakajima, Kimi Okada, no rating, we'll get into that one as well. Keno Kazuyuki Fujita, three and three quarters. And then Kaito Kiyomiya and Satoshi Kojima, three and three quarters. Uh, tag matches the Dragon Bane Alpha Whoop Alejandro versus Tadasuke Hajime Ohara in high 69. Uh, the Yuki match, I uh, went three and a half. I'm not going to break that down, um, but that was the three and a half, as I said, and we'll go over. We'll probably touch on the winner, I guess. Uh, the Hayata Yoshinari Ogawa, Yuya Susumu, and Kai Fujimura. Versus Nosawa, Rongai, Eita, Kotaro, Suzuki, and Super Crazy Captain's Fall match with one and a half. Uh, and then our opener, 
Muhammad Yone, Stallion Rogers, and Daiki Inaba versus Shuhei Tanaguchi, Yoshiki Inamura, and Akatoshi Saito. I would do what I have. So that is my rating on the matches for the tournament. Uh, now we will get into the spoiler edition, if you will, the, the review portion of the show. So we'll get right into this here. Uh, Rogers pins Saito in the opener. Uh, Stanley Rogers, good luck throughout the tournament. Somebody that I think they are going to use, and I'm happy. I thought they did a good job uh, representing him. Uh, I'm going to pull up the standings as well, just so we can, <coughs> excuse me, just so we can have them out and available uh, for the sake of talking uh, final, final overalls. Uh, we then had Masaki Mochizuki defeating Anthony Green with a roll-up. Two and three quarters, as I said. Uh, groundwork to start between the two as Green takes advantage of the start. Mochi takes it to the floor as Green keeps the attack on. Mochi, though, trips him and hits a huge right hand to the midsection. Uh, he then begins to work him over on the ring apron with some extra shots in the midsection as well before going back in the ring. Mochi back to work on the abs again. Green hits a dive, though, to the floor and gets back on his attack. Shots Mochizuki in the corner. Uh, Mochi, though, charges back with a huge kick to the face, then a PK to the chest. Super kick battle up between the two as they both are doubled down. Really fun spot there. Shot battle. Mochi ends up winning, and he hits a twister for a two. Anthony Green gets to the apron, comes off the top with his 180 splash, but Mochi rolls through it on top and gets the three count to get the victory. Mochizuki finishes two and five at four points. Anthony Green one and six at two points, but I'll tell you what, I do think we will see more of Anthony Green uh, coming up in the future, along with another person we're going to get into right now. So, fun tournament. Mochizuki came in and did what he needed to do, elevate talent, um, and just put on good work, and I was happy with it. And as I said, Anthony Green, it'll be exciting to see him coming up in the future. I hope hope it happens soon, too, because I really like Anthony Green. Uh, I thought from start to finish he got better. He evolved, if you will, hand hit, uh, wink, wink, uh, from from night one to night eight. So nice work there in the seven matches from Anthony Green. Uh, next up, Masaki Mia takes on Jack Morris. Jack Morris, uh, two and three quarters, gets the victory. Uh, good mat work to start the contest. Kitamiya gets, uh, gets the best before Morris finally uh, breaks it on the ropes. He gets Kitamiya to the floor and works over for getting open the ring and hitting a missile dropkick. Kitamiya, though, takes over and begins to work on the left leg after countering a nice early Tiger driver attempt from Morris. And I'm glad they kept doing that Jack Morris um, teasing. I shouldn't say teasing, but, but trying to go for the Tiger driver as he defeated Kaito Kitamiya night one with it. So it was a nice little way to uh, keep getting that move over. So good stuff with that there. Uh, Kitamiya gets him in the prison lock Morris starts firing out of it Hits an Enzigiri Kitamiya hits another back to the knee Morris comes through the sunset flip Hits a nice blackout knee I hadn't seen him throw one that hard before Gets a spine muscle that he's been hitting Goes for another tiger driver Kitamiya powers him out in the back body drop uh, Now they're kind of trading forearms At this point in the match Chops now traded between the two Enzigiri again this time by Morris But a huge spear by Kitamiya And this was a big one I... I talk a lot about when uh, myself and one of my buddies were at Cork and Hall 2019 NOAA New Year's show, and it was Black Tights, Kenya Okada, and Kitamiya speared him so hard he made a noise that sounded something like, Doo! which I've never heard a human being make. 
and this spear he gave Morris felt that hard. It was it was nice. Then gets him up for a pile driver, uh, then a nice knee crusher. I thought that was going to be the end of it. Morris still slows down his momentum with a forearm, hits a TKO, power bombs Kitamiya off the top, um, and then he hits a shooting star press that was almost more of a shooting star headbutt. I'm I'm assuming it was going for the press, but he just didn't get all the way over. But the headbutt worked and. Thankfully, it didn't look like he hurt himself too bad, I hope. <laughs> but great win. Jack Morris finishes three and four with six points, uh, along with Masakita be a three and four with six points. And I really like the fact that they had Jack Morris get a win uh, to, to close out. I thought it was he had a, he had a good, good showing uh, throughout this tournament. And uh, I, you know, I hope I hope we get to see more of. Jack Morris in the near future, like a la Anthony Green. Uh, next up, we had Masato Tanaka taking on El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. with three and a half on this. Wagner gets the one with a Wagner driver. Uh, striking to start out as Wagner gets Tanaka into the buckle for three kicks to his face. Uh, you know, they're doing, they're doing all the normal exchanges, so I just left that out. But they do the spot where Wagner gets kicked in the face and he charges, grabs his head, turns it, charges, gets kicked, turns his head again. On the third one, Tanaka charges back out at him, hits a lariat. Wagner gets right up, hits a super kick, and then a Lamas draw cradle for a nice two-count. Wagner starts working him over on the floor. Back and forth shots between the two. Tanaka builds some momentum, but keeps getting cut off until he finally hits a suplex. Tornado DDT as well by Masato Tanaka. Uh, more back and forth work. Wagner, though, gets up and over in the corner. Uh, hits an Enzi, setting him into the corner, putting uh, – putting, um, Tanaka face first into him, uh, pulls him up, puts him in an octopus stretch, and he gets nice and low on it, too. That had to be hard to breathe for Masato Tanaka. Uh, Wagner goes up for a splash, but Tanaka meets him with a superplex. He holds it on, but Wagner then gets up and hits him with a brain buster. Tanaka hits a back elbow, Wagner with a headbutt. Now both are down again, more selling, good, good selling. We get some more back and forth strikes. Uh, Tanaka misses a corner lariat, and Wagner with the back of the head ends the Guri. Uh, shades of Yamato is going to hospital too. Uh, then he gets a nice power bomb. Tanaka up and fights back with a pull and arm short range sliding D. Tanaka comes in for a second one, gets a two cut only. Tanaka misses a third sliding D, and he gets pulled into a pop up power bomb, uh, which Wagner immediately picks him right back up, hits a Wagner driver, and scores the victory. Uh, Wagner, three, four, six points. Tanaka, three, four, six points. Nice showing from the two of them. Once again, a la Mochizuki, they didn't need to do a lot, but they did everything that they they needed to to get uh, the output from their opponents in the block, and I had a lot of fun with those four. Uh, very deserving uh, spot that they all had. Uh, then we had Masakatsu Funaki taking on Takashi Sugera. Um, they roll a little bit as the two breaks suddenly into a big slap battle. Uh, I put this rocks with an exclamation point. Uh, Fudaki smacks him so hard he does a 180 turn. Fudaki then begins to choke him. Sugera is out, and Fudaki wins in about 50 seconds. Wow, this was awesome. This is why I love Noah for these anything-can-happen moments. Suzuki gets up trying to fight, realizing, wait, did I go out? Uh, as as Masakatsu Fudaki hit the back. Great match uh, for what it was. Obviously, you know, something that small, but still. It just it shows, you know... Humanity, you know, you know, humans at any moment can go out. So, uh, both Funaki and Sugara finished four and three with eight points in the tournament. 
Oh, I forgot to update that. That put him there, and that put him there. Where they went over. Uh, okay. Uh, then we had the captain's fall match. It turned into a no contest when Chris Ridgway returned, laying out Perils the Ball with the title, the, the tag title, whatever. It, it wasn't good. One and a half. Move on. Shizaki uh, takes on Hideki Suzuki now. Uh, this was going to be a big one because Suzuki's sitting at nine points. Kanoa's sitting at nine. And then Shiozaki and Fujita are both sitting at eight. So we know that if Suzuki gets a draw, all he all they need is, uh, is a Fujita win or a Kanoa win, and both of them would take the block. So Suzuki had him get a win, and then he needed some help from his stablemate Fujita uh, to stop Kanoa from advancing, who had the tiebreaker. So they went into a nice rolling to start, clean breaks by the two on multiple occasions. As they continue to go back uh, to wrestling, leg work on the ground up by Suzuki. Both get back to their feet to test the strength by the two. Shiyazaki with a super kick from the test of strength. Strikes uh, by Suzuki coming back at him, and then a big chop by Suzuki. Shiyazaki charges the buckle, but is met with a big boot. Shrugs it off and chops Suzuki over and over. Uh, hits, a, hits a fisherman buster by Go for the first cover of the match, giving a two. Suzuki now has an octopus stretch on. Shiozaki hits a lariat, but Suzuki matches with a belly-to-belly backbreaker, which is really gross. Suzuki up top now with Shiozaki, who goes for a 180 suplex, but Suzuki totally sandbags it. He goes for that 180 twisting suplex, and Suzuki just, I don't know. I don't understand the point of sandbagging that. Um, you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> And it's not, not only are you going to look bad, but you're going to hurt yourself, too. So that didn't make sense. Maybe maybe they did. Maybe I'm just assuming the worst for Suzuki being a Suzuki. But I don't know. He, time, time over time shows me that he does things like that. Uh, Suzuki then with a German suplex bridge for a two-count. Suzuki now has a choke on Shiozaki before slamming him with uh, 10 to 6 elbows. After throwing a bunch of those, uh, Shiozaki is helped to his feet by Suzuki, who manages in a lariat before falling into the ropes. Elbow pad is now off, standing lariat, but Suzuki is in phase. Uh, nothing left in go in this. He gets a huge slap to the face, a butterfly suplex, holds it with the bridge and gets the win. Puts uh, Hideki Suzuki at 5-1-1 one, and one with 11 points. And goes Shiozaki finishing 4-3 and three at 8 points. Uh, then uh, the next up, we had uh, Katsuki Nakajima taking on Kenya Okada. Uh, Okada comes in hot like normal, lands some kicks. Finally, Nakajima puts him down with a brutal shot. The two now begin back and forth kicks, inviting the other in. Nakajima gets the best of him and begins rapid fire front back kicks and a running penalty kick. Okada, though, rolls Nakajima to the ropes uh, to go for his uh, bridge pin that, that he's been doing all tournament. Nakajima hangs onto the rope, charges in with a PK. Uh, misses his chest. I don't think Okada was got himself in position. I think Okada messed up the role and smokes him right in the face with a PK, knocking him out, just shoot clean out. They stop the match. Nakajima uh, gets the victory in the two points, moving him to five and two with ten points. Um, I don't know if he was supposed to win that match or if they were going to give Kenny Okada a final win, but doesn't matter. Uh, that's it. Kenny Okada, they, they take the bottom rope off and take him out on a stretcher. Um, that's that's two people in two months now. Nakajima's hurt. And he's arguably one of my top five favorite wrestlers in the world. And I just I hope I hope this was just another accident and 
we don't need to start seeing the change in Nakajima, but I digress. Uh, Dragon Bane hits a beautiful powerbomb to high 69 in a three-and-a-half-star tag match uh, to get the win. But we got to get going on this because uh, I only set this up, I realized, for a half hour, and we're, we're past the halfway point. So uh, I didn't think that through. Um, Kido, Kazuki Fujita with three and three-quarters. Uh, Fujita, uh, big fight in the start. Kido gets dropped, misses a PK to the face as Kido rolls out. Uh, Fujita now works him over on the floor, then tosses him back in and begins to work the leg. Half crabs and a death lock, and now figure four by Fujita. Kido gets the ropes, and now Fujita works his leg on the ring post. Kido now hiding his pain, stops his leg over and over on the ground to show him that nothing hurts, and just starts throwing bombs at Fujita. Uh, Kido starts destroying Fujita with the kicks to the chest, dropping him like a tree. He hits a falling body slam, heads upstairs, lands a double knees to the chest of Fujita. Uh, Kano now with an open hand slap and then boots Fujita with a hard, one of the hardest kicks I've ever seen to the nuts. Just straight smoked him in the crotch. Uh, ref's trying to check on him. Uh, they're not letting Kano go near him. Finally, he says, screw it. Finds an opening as the ref change, uh, turns around. Uh, he, he comes in. He starts just stomping on Fujita's groin. It was disgusting. Kidono hits a nice kick to the hamstring as well. A big open hand slaps uh, Fujita over and over. Finally, Fujita looks shoot pissed, takes his singlet straps down, and drops Kidono with the right hand. Hits a stiff, and I'm talking stiff running PK to the face. Um, and then he picks up, hits a beast bomb, gets the win. Uh, stops Kidono at 4-2-1 with 9 points. Fujita finishes at 5-2 and two with 10 points, meaning Hideki Suzuki at 5-1-1, one one, 11 points, wins block A. Uh, and then in our other match, uh, Kaito Kiyomiya Satoshi Kojima, 3-3 three three quarters. Now this one obviously is going to be a little bit shorter because I was I was into it, but because uh, it was a really bad. I, obviously I, want, I wanted Nakajima to make it in there and beat Suzuki after Suzuki never put them over, but uh, Kiyomiya hits three shiny wizards, goes for a fourth, eats a uh, lariat from Kojima, brainbuster them by Kojima, a quick dragon run by Kiyomiya for a two, then he charges with another wizard, uh, another, and then finally a fifth one, uh, getting the win on him. This match was really good. I just, like I said, wasn't taking notes because I was into the match, but I got the final stretch set for you. Kita, uh, Nakajima now stands up as he was watching ringside, just walks to the back. As he now knows that Kaito Kiyomiya will tie him at five and two, but uh, with the tiebreaker victory over Nakajima, solidifies himself winning the block. Uh, Satoshi Kojima then finishes four and three with eight points. Now that leads us to today, where I've only watched the main event. I'll watch the rest of the show later, but my worry was getting this for you guys right here. Uh, Kaito Kiyomiya, Hideki Suzuki, uh, non-spoiler. I say three stars. That is my recommendation on the match. Um, I like the tournament as a whole. I thought a lot of people really did what they what they were supposed to. I know the G1 got real hot at the end and had some just fantastic matches. Zack Sabre doing some stuff. Osprey doing some stuff with Shingo. Obviously, the, main, the, the G1 finals with Okada and Osprey was incredible. So, while it maybe didn't reach those links, I think on consistency – being it was probably less nights, too. Uh, I enjoyed the N1 more than the G1. But, I mean, the G1 probably had four or five matches that were all four, three-quarter, five stars. That the only thing that can rival that was the Kiyomiya 
and uh, Masakinamiya from night three, I believe it was. So we'll see you go check that out. But our final, now that I'm giving you enough time to turn it off, if you don't want the spoiler, uh, Kiyomiya works over Suzuki to start the match. Suzuki's already starting to complain. Uh, great chain wrestling. Suzuki gets the advantage on Kiyomiya and moves, moves into a corner. More mat work now as Suzuki has a waist lock on. Match is very slow so far. Uh, Kiyomiya now gets Suzuki to the floor and hits a suplex um, to Suzuki on the rampway. This is after about 15, 20 minutes. Like this, like I said, this has been slow. So that is about all that happened in that 20 minutes. A lot of waist locks from Suzuki. Just really, like, I know that's the style you work, but let's, this is the finals, man. Let's get rolling. Um, Kiyomiya now runs down the ramp, and it's a big drop kick. Sends Suzuki into the ring. Hits a German with a bridge uh, on the pin. Uh, stiff European shots back and, towards, back and forth, finally, till one drops Kaito hard. He then gets hit with a side suplex on the apron that was just disgusting. Uh, Kaito was screaming. I, I mean, I would assume it was a sell, but it was brutal. Uh, Suzuki then hits an avalanche butterfly suplex from the top rope, uh, gets a two count. As Kitamiya starts getting up, he just punt kicks him right in the pack, uh, straight on kick like a, like a field goal. It's gross. Goes for a near fall. Um, does it again, but Kaito blocks the next kick and hits a dragon screw and then a shiny wizard for a two, near fall two. Suzuki now begins to stretch Kitamiya. He almost taps as the fans rally as Kaito begins to crawl across the canvas, finally gets the rope. A massive butterfly suplex now where he had him, it looked like a death rider. And then he got him over. Uh, was a three count, I thought, almost a three. The crowd gasping. It was a great near fall. Crowd myself both fought it. Um, he goes for a second, but Kiyomiya uh, lands on his feet and hits a dragon rana. He reaches back, doesn't get any of the legs of Suzuki, so he pushes his forearms down and gets a near fall, or just gets a two count. Uh, not enough momentum on him. Um, he then hits two modified shining wizards where they didn't look like normal ones. These were like he jumped and grabbed Suzuki's head and ran it into his knee, like, overly disgusting shining wizards. Um, he hits two of those and gets the victory. And Kaito Kiyomiya is your 2022 N1 Grand Prix winner. Or N1 victory winner, excuse me. I went three stars as I started that match. Um, I thought the main event could have been better. And there was a couple points where I was really nervous that Suzuki was going to win. But they pulled me along for the ride. And I had a lot of fun with it. And... Um, Kudos to, once again, for Noah putting on a good, good set of shows. I'm excited to see where this is going to go. It's a lead to Keno and Kaito Kiyomiya, which my thought is Kiyomiya takes the strap finally, but I really don't want Keno to uh, <laughs> lose the title already. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, once again, really fun tournaments. Uh, I enjoyed it. Everything I saw for the most part, and if I didn't, it was still at least plausible. The only thing I recommend, guys, is skip the the Paros del Hamal stuff. It just those Paros tags were, were the shits, and he <laughs> didn't miss anything. Um, yeah, I, I'm really excited to do more reaction type uh, live reaction shows or reviews of things or talking about just in general, you know, these tournaments going on. If it wasn't so far into it already, I was going to say I could have done the, the Stardom Grand Prix, but I'm I'm still two months behind in Stardom, so that's not going to work. So 
maybe we'll keep coming at you with some more content. Um, I know Alex is freaking up a little bit and wants to get in another episode of WrestleCast for you guys. Um, and I might find out what's going on with his mid-year awards as we're now um, three-fourths of the year into it. <laughs> we're 75% done with the year. Um, so I want to see what he wants to do with that. Maybe that's something, I guess, that we'll do privately. I don't know. But we got, we got stuff coming on the pipeline, and I'm having a lot of fun with it again. And I'm glad, once again, to everybody, the numbers that this series got, these eight shows, were just remarkable for our channel, for things we haven't seen in a while. We, you know, we used to have a lot of boom days, and, you know, we started slowing down, and these shows, people came out, out in groves to watch and or listen to. So thank you all for that. I appreciate it, and hope to see you soon with either WrestleCast Radio coming up next, uh, I would think next in our in our show library, or I, maybe maybe I'll come on and just talk, and we can discuss, uh, you know, some new ideas with the shows. Uh, also, tomorrow, uh, all out, maybe we, maybe we try to talk, get something going. I don't know. We'll see. But that was the N1 Victory 2022, and your winner, my pick from the beginning. Kaito Kiyomiya. Thank you all.